Oh, hi there. It's so good to be back. Did you miss us? Are you ready for season five? Holy crap, season five. You know what this is? This is the 50th campaign we have ever run. But before I get to that, let me tell you what we've been up to while we were on vacation. You see, we set up a little thing, a little something, a little Patreon. Check it out, patreon.com slash terriblewarriors, or just go to terriblewarriors.com and click the Patreon button at the top of the screen. We have made it as easy as possible for you to send us money. We've created a list of rewards that, well, we think you might find interesting to interact more with the show and see a little bit about how we put together so many games. Hey, we'll even let you bribe us and join a game. Yes, you too can be a terrible warrior today by checking out patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Thank you so much to those who have already chosen to support us. Your support means the world to us. And with your help, we're going to be able to do things on this program that we've only ever been able to imagine up until now. But enough about the sales pitch. I hear you're here for a campaign. We return to the world that Steve Saylor created in the world of the Matrix. We've already been through the deletion. We've been through the awakening. And now, the Matrix extraction. The crew of the Athens have gathered together, for one of their own has met an untimely demise. Where will this campaign lead them? Well, this is a Steve Saylor game, folks. Which means, I can guarantee you won't be able to predict the ending to this story. So come with me as we follow Julian, Ori, Cassie, and Steve back through the looking glass and back to the Matrix. And welcome back to the Terrible Warriors. Hello, everyone, and welcome out to Terrible Warriors. You haven't heard me for a while. I'm I'm Steve. Ha! Hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm back. And uh, today... We're jumping back into the Matrix. Ha! It's my favorite series of all time, and I love being able to do it. And I wouldn't be able to do it alone without the fantastic crew of the Athens. Uh, say hello, everybody. Hey. Hey. How's hello. it going? Hi. Uh, why don't we introduce yourselves? So uh, why don't you go first? It's Julian Spillane playing Radix, reprising my role from oh so long ago. Yeah. And? Ori Faulkner not replacing anybody today. I'm supposed to be here. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, Technically, your character really doesn't exist yet, right? <laughs> that what a crazy adventure. We totally just like the ending of Sonic 06 was basically what happened. Yeah. with with our our game. But I'm returning as Skyper. Yeah, or I, I, do, I, da, do 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 do, <laughs> or is what what you originally had? Uh, I think it was like Plan Man. Was your well, other I said nickname? Skyper, and you got really mad at me. And then I didn't I, get I, mad I, at you. So I, 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 I was like using Plan Man for like one episode, and then we reverted back to Skyper because no one cared by that point. <laughs> so we're back to Skyper again. And the name's Xander Simmons or whatever. Simons, yeah. Anderson's Simons. Weird. Why did you go with the worst way to pronounce that name? Xander Simons? No, it's, well, Simons. Yeah. I'm, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm here. That's important. Hey, Simon says. Yeah. Hey, well, okay. Cool. Thanks. 
Thank you for that. It's good. Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, and then, uh, how about, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. It's me, Cassie Chu. How's it going? Sorry, Hi. I'm recovering from a cold, so I'm going to be a little bit sniffly, maybe. And a little bit loopy? I, uh, well, I mean, I haven't been taking any, any medi- medication, like any cold medication for that, oh. so probably not loopy. Okay. But, uh, but, uh... I, I, I will be attempting not to hack up a lung. <laughs> well, you're going to so, hack some computers. I add as, Ooh, yeah. Yes. Hack less lungs, hack more computers. If you, if, you need <laughs> yep. any, if you need any more medicine today, I've got a red pill and i got a blue pill you can try. Oh. Oh. But you can only pick one. <sighs> I'll take both. Uh, anywho, so... We are definitely, we're diving back into the Matrix, and uh, as kind of a reprise of what happened, we have the crew of the Athens here, not the entire crew, uh, but we do have some of the crew here. Uh, Essentially, the very first time we met them, they uh, were, had some trouble with some hard lines. They uh, couldn't be able to, they were in the Matrix, and they found that they couldn't be able to uh, get back home because there was a virus planted into the hard lines that would destroy any uh, residual uh, brain activity that would get back uh, trying when you're jacking out of the matrix, basically uh, making you brain dead. Uh, so you wouldn't be able to jack back out. So, but you were able to find the the ultimate solution, which was a silver bullet program. Uh, that Radix designed, um, which I still can't believe that that happened, but he went... So many D6s in a row. <laughs> so many six rolls. He, he basically tapped into the one uh, for a bit there, and he was able to use that against uh, agents. Uh, he was able to use that uh, against the virus itself and destroy it, uh, and it was sort of all set up as a scheme by Metacortex thems- themselves. Uh, and uh, and then you guys were able to, you know, jack back out and it's all good. And then the second campaign we don't really need to talk about because technically it doesn't really exist. You guys were just in Alistair's apartment yeah, no and one, a clock broke. No one needs to hear about my cool role of like <laughs> a billion D6s and becoming the well, one Well, you guys have like fine. some sort of residual uh, images as if it was kind of a dream where there was a moment where uh, Skyper shot a bazooka in a clock club towards the Merovingian and somehow everything kind of stood still for a second and then everything reset. <laughs> so, you know, Skyper broke the Matrix uh, and had to be rebooted yeah, from a backup. Yep. Yeah, you did. So, fun stuff. <laughs> uh, and so now, we kind of jump back in and uh, let's continue on. So, I have a bit of like preamble text, so... Get, let's, let's, just, let's just open your imaginations, kitties. And your hearts. And your hearts, yes. It uh, occurs to me that I didn't actually say the name of the character I'm playing. Oh. Whoops. What character are you playing? I'm going to be playing Sparrow. Yeah. Sneaky snacky. You're sneaky sneaky. Sneaky snacks. Put your backpack. Did you say Scooby snacks or sneaky snacks? Oh. Take them out when you need a snack. <laughs> I had a, I had a better rhyme, but I forgot. All right, well, maybe you can remember it later. <laughs> maybe remember. the Matrix. All right. Fuck you. Just cut that. Cut that hole. There's no cutting, Nori. <laughs> you're just going to have to, you're just gonna have to live. live. You're just going to have to live with your rhyme failure. He's making reference to a JonTron video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, all right, so let's dive into it. Welcome to the real world. The story of the one being discovered by Morpheus has sent a spark of hope throughout the resistance. 
Most still don't believe Neo is the prophesied one, but others are beginning to believe. The crew of the hovership Athens has been through hell and back within the past six months. Their silver bullet program has caused mayhem on all sides. The machines want to destroy it, the exiles want to manipulate it, and the resistance wants to use it. The crew, with the help of the propaganda program Alistair Astaire, has been smuggled in and out of supposed safe havens within the megacity for weeks, until finally Captain Ares was able to find a secure hardline where the crew can jack out and get some much-needed rest. Hidden just below the surface of the real world, in a long-abandoned subway tunnel in what was originally called New York City, the crew opens their real eyes for the first time in a long time. When you wake up, you find your eyes take a little bit longer to adjust than normal. Everything is blurry, and the smallest bit of light is extremely bright. You hear the familiar voice of Captain Ares. Take it easy. Don't don't rush it. You've been out for quite some time. Um, everybody, why don't you roll a uh, perception check for me? Perception, A. Yes. Oh. How do I... Oh, there it is. I need to borrow. Okay. Will you re-roll on a six, right? Whoa. Not on a one. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I I forgot to mention if you have a, a specific dice that is wild, yeah. that has to be wild all the time. If you roll six on the wild die, you re-roll it again. And if it, you keep rolling sixes, you oh, just yeah. keep adding to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I guess I'll, this makes sense. I'll just roll this guy like three times. Let's, you can so I got thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, hang on. Uh. That would have been... Wait, you, no, you just keep rolling only if you keep getting sixes. No, but I only have one dice. Oh, oh. So 24. I... 24? Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I rolled um, two fives and two sixes. One of the sixes was on the wild die, and then I rolled a two. Cool. What about you, Ori? Uh, seven. Seven? Okay. <laughs> uh, so for uh, for Sparrow and Radix, um, it takes you, like... You've done like you've done this before many a time, so it's like it's become second nature. Like it uh, takes you a little bit uh, faster to readjust your eyes. Ori, you can hear okay, but everything is still uh, super blur- uh, blurry. But um, uh, Radix and, uh, and and Sparrow, you realize that Ares isn't alone. Um, Ares explains uh, he needs some help to uh, keep his ship at uh, broadcast depth and being the only uh, natural-born crew member on board. Uh, several other ho- hover ships have been helping to keep you alive. Uh, so you notice that you don't um, uh, that there are other people there from other different uh, ships, and uh, you notice actually that you don't have like you, you don't have any noticeable sores or um, noticeable signs of immobility uh, because they've been kind of keeping care uh, care of you because you guys have been haven't been necessarily jacked in for six months because um, that's the time is different between the Matrix and the real world. But uh, your body has been basically immobile for at least a couple of weeks. Um, so, but you notice that there's not like they've been kind of pumping you with uh, uh, medication and vitamins uh, to make sure that your body's still uh, working correctly. Um, and so you hear basically some like uh, like or you don't really see anything like that. You basically just realize you're kind of like it's a bit uncomfortable in your seat, and you hear uh, people talking. You don't recognize any of the uh, any of the voices uh, of who it is. So you, it's up to you how you want to react to that. But. Uh, um, yeah, so essentially, uh, Ares and with the help of the other crew members, they kind of help you um, get out of the uh, out of your uh, chairs. Um, and uh, the other, there's a there's a cap, uh, there's a guy. His name is uh, he introduced himself as Aaron. 
he's a captain of the Thaddeus. Uh, he helps you uh, out. Um, and then these, there's some few other crew members that introduce themselves. Uh, one is, his name is Poi. Um, and then there's uh, Nehemiah from the, uh, the Hellership uh, Pegasus. So... Cool. Cool. Okay. Um, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so they they all um, are relieved you made it out uh, alive. Um, you're you're definitely like you're noticeably weak. You're not like as strong uh, as you can be yet. I mean, and you're extremely uh, exhausted. Um, everyone is sent to their bunks um, to rest, uh, except for uh, Radix. You uh, help Ares and the rest of the crew kind of. Um, Reprogram or download the Silver Bullet uh, program into the uh, Hovership's hard drive, um, and uh, so that that way we can have like a, a a backup of that program just in case. Um, and so af- then after a period of time, basically that it takes like maybe about like an hour, um, you're finally sent back to your uh, to your bunk uh, to rest. Um, now it's been at least a a, a bit of time. Um, you. You all eventually, uh, like, you just knock your, like, you're knocked out completely. Like, you're just in the complete days. Um, now, I, I, I asked you guys before, I don't know if you guys have thought about it. Um, is there something that, um, you want to, uh, kind of share as a, a, like, as a story, like, what you, what your characters may have, uh, dreamed about? Oh, um, hmm. I mean, I guess for, for my, for my character, like, uh, canonically, my my dreams would have uh, involved this uh, seemingly like familiar adventure that has never actually happened. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So I yeah I I just have like residual memories from a, a time forgotten, uh, just a, a like a blip in in like I I guess uh, I, hmm. So you kind of felt like think, like has my character even been in the Matrix yet in this in this. Uh, no, you have. I mean, some of your crew, like, uh, you are missing um, Tetra. Uh, she went off onto another hover ship to help them out. Like, the, right, you, okay. the so other we crew were, members we kind of right, jumped back. Yeah. we ended, we were still in that apartment. So, like, yes, yeah. like it's just everything, you were sent everything in, from that point on. Yeah, yeah, you were sent in because you are Radex's brother. Um, yeah. You were sent in uh, to help out because Radex had to jack out, and you're just kind of like you know, as a support crew member. Um, and then you've – you uh, because of the work that you've, uh, that you've done – um, just with a few side missions here and there, and just been able to help out keeping you guys safe. Um, you're uh, as a weapon specialist. Um, you've been able to, uh, like, you've been kind of been permanently requested to stick with um, the Athens crew. Cool. Um, I, gu- I guess I would, I would just kind of consider my character has like a weird sense of intuition from like, like he he has the like the internal experience mm-hmm. from from being on like uh, such a intense mission. But like doesn't really have a full memory of it. It's just right. kind of like, uh, just kind of like hardwired into his brain. Yeah, you feel like, like you you know some things that uh, or you know some skills that you didn't think you had yeah, known like, before. Technically, I'm a bit more green than uh, than I really am. Right. Uh, if that makes any kind of sense. Sure. Sure. Greenhorn. Yeah, yeah. Um. So and uh, and one thing I, I will add on to uh, to your dream is that you do remember seeing. Um, what you uh, what legend has uh, been told of uh, the oracle and the architect in the same room? You don't remember yes. what they said or what they did. You just remember seeing it, um, and it, it affected you in, in, a, in a specific 
specific way. I'll I leave think, that up I to you. I think the thing that affected me the most, like the the one image that really sticks in my in my head, is just this glowing red bazooka. <laughs> yeah. That that really like drives my it drove me to become like a a, a weapon specialist, like this dream of this beautiful. <laughs> incredible impossible weapon yeah that, that i want to achieve somehow you felt very badass you, it was like you're like you dreamt that you could fly uh yeah. kind of moment it was, it was my muse yes <laughs> yeah that's good i like that yeah uh cassie do you know do you have anything what you would want to your character would dream about whether of home or whether of uh of uh back in zion or any within the matrix itself I think maybe when you asked this question, um, back when we were preparing for this, I might have misunderstood what exactly you were asking. I I, I kept it as open as I uh, uh, as possible to kind of allow sort of a broad idea. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you if you can. You just feel like you just want to sleep and then immediately wake up after whatever um, without dreaming. That's totally fine too. Well. Um, I, I guess I had it in my head that my uh, uh, sparrow would just have these sort of recurring dreams about falling through the sky. Oh, okay. Um, and there would just be a lot of birds. Like she was, she would just see them everywhere, just flocks. Okay. Of yeah, because you're. I mean, you're you're named Sparrow, um, but you're like that's kind of a. Uh, a thing that you would you loved uh, back when you were kind of just a um, just a blue pill uh, in the Matrix. Like that was something that uh, you loved looking up at the sky and uh, and you saw birds and you kind of felt like what, it, what you always dreamed would it feel like to to fly. Um, I like that. That's that's awesome. Um, Julian, what about you? Uh, Radix is his subconscious is torturing him. I think he's a. Uh, I, I I envision that he'd be having some like recurring nightmares of of fear that the this thing he's created is going to be used by like government powers and things to basically oppress the people and and use it as base as basically like a cold war bargaining chip against in any situation right mm-hmm. so i that's 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 what i was picturing that like he's feeling you know guilt or or preemptive guilt that something that he's built will basically be used to to manipulate and bully society okay I like that. That's good. Uh, okay. So uh, after a bit of time, you eventually, you all eventually wake up uh, to the sounds of uh, yelling uh, from like from the control room. Um, you 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 kind of you're you're still a bit kind of phasey, uh, foggy, but uh, you you all leave uh, your rooms to the control room. Uh, you see Aries sitting uh, at his broadcast station in a literal state of shock. Like there is like. I mean, he's pale because there's no sunlight, but like he's even more pale, like as if like he something had just pu- kind of punched him in the gut, uh, figuratively. Um, the Pegasus crew uh, are waking up. They actually have been uh, jacked in uh, to the Matrix. So as you guys enter the control room, uh, they have just uh, jacked out um, and they do not uh, look well. Um, why don't you guys uh, roll? Um. I'm just trying to see what you guys would have. Uh, anybody have like a communications? Uh, uh, I have, I like have a... comms. I have w- one D additional in that. Yeah, same here actually. Um, <coughs> why don't you roll uh, roll that if you have if you have something in that in that uh, roll it. Just all of us. Uh, only if you have communications. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, I can steal those if you. Oh, I need an additional D. I need more D. I need more D. Okay. And then uh, Cassie actually wants you to roll a perception check for me as well. I rolled a twelve. I got seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, Lucky number eleven. <laughs> it's a uh, halfway to fifty-five. Uh, 16 on perception. Okay. Um, so, uh, Cassie, you kind of see that there is definitely some shock in, in the uh, Pegasus crew's uh, faces. Um, you can kind of pick up that there's something that, that they're uh, very, there's something like somber about them. Um, but uh, Julian and Ori, you, the reason why I use communication is because uh, I'm sort of hijacking that kind of skill a little bit, mostly because you're able to sort of see different forms of coming of communication, and you kind of see like the the, the Pegasus kind of look over at uh, Ares and kind of give like sort of it's very silent sort of uh, uh, facial cues that there's something there's something up, and uh, like they don't know if they like if they want to tell you uh, or not. Interesting. Well, let's find out what's going on. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. Let's just look over at Aries. What's up, Aries? Um, after a bit of uh, struggle um, to find his words, uh, Aries actually says very quietly, Alistair is dead. Um, he, uh, Captain Aran, uh, gets up from his, his chair, uh, to explain that they they received word from uh, from the Matrix itself that Alistair was about to end his la- his last day as a journalist, um, and when his broadcast w- w- was c- like cut off because he was spattering nonsense, saying uh, "Let my people go," like he kept just repeating that over and over again uh, until they just basically just cut the broadcast and he was uh, dragged out of the studio um, and uh, and sent home. Um, and when Iran basically they Went, they jacked in, They quickly jacked into the Matrix um, to the crew to try to build to go to uh, Alistair's apartment with Ares, kind of show them where to go. Um, and they um, they found like uh, basically a lot of uh, a giant, like there was nothing there but a uh, like a giant kind of puddle of uh, of blood. Um, Jeez. And uh, you're, you're not uh, sure what happened. Um, uh, they 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 can't explain it. They just know that. He's, Alistair is Alistair's gone. Shit. Jesus. Um, and they, uh, Ares uh, looks over to you guys and says, like, you you guys have been, I, I would have, I would have woken you guys up, um, but you guys have been sleeping for like, for three days. Um, your, your bodies needed, you needed rest and I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but the, the, uh, I, 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 I don't know what to say. Well, do we know who killed him? Uh, no. Um, you, got, you guys, uh, if you want to go check it out, uh, I can I can jack you back in. I mean, your bodies are resting enough. I feel safe. Uh, 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 the heat's off you guys a little bit, so I can I can jack you guys back in if you want. I think it might be worth it to investigate. Yeah. Yeah. We need, we need to. We can't just let that slide. We we need to see what happened. And we need to be extra careful because whatever came for him is likely looking for us. Yep. Okay. 
Um, as you guys are uh, are talking, you hear um, like footsteps running towards the the control room. Um, the uh, there was a pilot from the Pegasus. His name uh, his name is Io. Um, he he kind of exclaims more bad news. Um, he rushes into the, uh, as he rushes into the room. Uh, Sentinels they're on their way. ETA twenty minutes. And Ares looks at you guys and says, uh, "If you, I can give you guys fifteen. If you if you can jack in and out real quick." All righty. All right. Fifteen minutes on the clock. All right. Sounds good. Uh, okay. So. Uh, I've jacked out in less. <laughs> Why'd you have to go there? I'm sorry. I've been constantly okay. this entire time. I've been replacing the word out with off in my head. It's been making an amazing adventure. And so it starts. Okay. Sorry. What the um, fuck? I can, I can share. I can share. His mic instead. No, it's okay. It's just... uh, okay. So. Uh, if I didn't say it now, I was gonna say it like three it, episodes. From it's now. fine. You know what? It, I, so apparently, get out of your system. <laughs> hey! oh. <laughs> I'm done. That was that was that was enough for me. I'm good. All, All right. right. Anyway, but seriously, Alex. Uh, yeah, but seriously, our friend is dead. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, we're we're running Fuck. out of time. Yeah, let's go. Why do you got a joke at a time like this? Justin is dead. Um, it's, it's how we cope. It's how we like, cope. I cope. You joke. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I deal with grief differently. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so Eric says he got 15 minutes, and then he asked um, asked the uh, Pegasus crew uh, to prep the EMP. Uh, so uh, as the other. Uh, ship um, the uh, Thaddeus. They uh, they take off to leave because they don't want to be around when the uh, when the Sentinels arrive. They, they there's no sense of having two ships that could be disabled when uh, when they one EMP would do. Um, so Ares thanks the the crew of the Thaddeus and the, as they rush to their docking bay to board their ship, um, you get pre- uh, prepped in your stations. Uh, Ares quickly connects you to uh, through the, the the long metal needle that goes into the back of your head, uh, and he does the. Uh, like you actually look over just before you uh, your consciousness sort of fades out. He does like the quickest like jack in procedure that you've ever seen him do. This is almost as if like he had kind of like matrix like abilities of how fast it, like uh, you and and so you and you uh, go jump in the matrix like you actually kind of like the the shock of it kind of uh, um, uh, like it just kind of jolts you a little bit. So I want you guys to actually roll a uh, dexterity check uh, real quick. Are you still seriously? No, not about that. I was just laughing at like. Just like cameras panning around him in slow motion with like the <laughs> as he just moves a cord into a plug. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hearing the Benny Hill theme in my head. Wow, what the ram? I was expecting it to be more epic. 14. Than that. 14? Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What are we For rolling? For Dex? Dex? For Dex, yes. Oh, okay. Just straight Dex? Nothing under, like, no subcategory of that? Uh, no, just a straight Dex. Okay. So I got twelve. No. Uh, yep. Yes. 12. Uh, yeah. I also got twelve. Uh, okay. So the jolts of uh, you, Jack, the Matrix, kind of uh, uh, it, 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 like you, you stumble uh, and you fall. Who had the the lowest? They're tied for twelve. Tied for twelve. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, for you guys, basically, you just have minus one uh, to any of your uh, dexterity checks for like the like. The, 
the next like 15 20 minutes that's oh. a, that's as long as we're going to be in there presumably oh, yeah so that is literally well, what yeah I but it's not like it's not minus 1d it's just minus, minus one. 1 also okay. uh is it 15 in game 15 in matrix minutes or 15 in world I was, minutes i was going to Fif- ask that like because uh, lore-wise, I don't actually know. Is there any kind of time bending between real time and Matrix time? Um, it's a little bit. Uh, matrix time is a little bit slower. Okay. Um, so it's uh, like that's why it's six months in the Matrix, but in reality, it's like only like a couple weeks. Mm. Um, because it's sort of like that's why the Matrix is still kind of stuck in like 1999, so it goes a bit slower. Um, I mean, to you guys, like when you were in the Matrix, it did feel like you were in there for six months. Um, but yeah, when you in the real world, your body hadn't really aged like more than like maybe a month at at max. Cool. Uh, So I don't know how I didn't know that, but awesome. I, it, I I think I might have made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yolo. I, I hey I would believe you. Uh, you know what I, I I I've studied enough of the Matrix. I'm like you know it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's like a nice little fan fiction thing. Um, <laughs> hold on, sorry. So I, I have my my notes here. Uh, it says you all rush to what I have. What I want to say is you all rush to Alistair's apartment, but my uh, spell check uh, spelled it all stars. <laughs> Oh shit! And it's like we walk in, and it's like it's Kobe and Gretzky, and like it's like and Michael Jordan yeah. and Bo Jackson and, 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 and Smash Mouth is there playing. Smash yeah, yeah. game on. They're playing. Um, they're playing PlayStation All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> so as you um, as you guys uh, you approach Alistair's uh, apartment building, um, uh, I want you all to roll a uh, perception check. Ten. Also got ten. I'm working on it because I got a six on the wild die. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. your e- eagle eye cherry. Yeah, you have some crazy perception going on. Like you just immediately know. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. And what'd you uh, what'd you guys roll again? Uh, Ten. Tens. Oh, tens. Okay. Um. Cassie, uh, you see about um, a block away uh, what looks to be a police cruiser, um, just kind of just sitting there with its uh, with its lights on, um, and uh, you ca- you don't really see if there's anybody in the vehicle. Um, you just see it there, um, just kind of just waiting. Any reason why I would find that suspicious? Um. No, but I mean, kind of based on what the crew of the uh, the Pegasus told you, um, it's possible that they are investigating what could have happened in uh, Alistair's apartment. Sure. Okay. I relay is, this information to the team. Uh, let's take a closer look at that cop car. Is it see, see even if it's occupied or not? Mm. Um. Yeah. You know what? Um. Roll another uh, perception check. Six. Very yeah. bad Triple twos. Trip twos. I got Ooh. ten. Uh, okay, wait. So, because I've forgotten, uh, is mm-hmm. a one on the wild die going to be a negative? No, you have to roll that uh, die again. Okay. If you get a one again, then it's... Bad. No, if you get a six on, a the, six, on that right, one, yeah. yeah. Then it's oh, a... right, okay. It's a complication. Right. Hey, Fuck. a six. Uh, you guys have no clue if uh, if the car is... Uh, uh, if the cruiser is empty or not. 
I'm going to take a chance. I want to tap into the police comms and hear what they're saying about the... Do it. The, uh... Do it. Sure. I'm just going to casually approach the cop car, like, you know. (laughs) As one does, casually approaches a police officer. Just, like, sidle up to it, like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I'm trying to see if maybe that uh, you have something that, uh... A skill that I can give you. I can. I mean, I've got hack the matrix, but I need something to tap into. Um, they haven't gotten Wi-Fi in the matrix yet. <laughs> no Wi-Fi. Uh, I'm debating, and well, matrix orientation wouldn't really do it. Uh, e- well, you have security as a technical skill. Yeah. So yeah, go roll. Uh, roll a security uh, check. I feel like I feel like the. Uh, the human resistance idea of casual in the Matrix is different from the red pill casual. <laughs> just be like, all right, I'm just going to walk up to this police officer. Boom, boom. Just like drop kicks like seven people on the way there. Okay. This is a big roll. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of high numbers. Holy shit. I rolled a six on the wild die. I'm going to re-roll that. So that's six. Eight plus uh, another six is fourteen plus twenty-four. 24. Okay. Plus seven is thirty-one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Thirty-five. Okay, no, yeah. you uh, you you're able to tap into the um, the police scanner uh, essentially. Like you you you're able to use your cell phone and able to kind of hack the code to like uh, of the um, the radio frequencies and kind of go and uh, tap into that uh, specific frequency. Um, you hear a lot of chatter about um, th- uh, there is some a disturbance at the address which you know it to be Alistair's apartment um, building. Um, you hear in the uh, from the car itself there is only one person in the car um, basically saying that they are on standby. They're wait they're waiting for backup. Because uh, they don't, they're not, they're basically like, the, you know, just based on police procedure that there's no detective on scene yet. Um, so they can't just go in uh, and investigate. Okay. I'm going to so. relay that to the, the team. So um, there are more coming is basically what's happening. Yeah. yeah. But these aren't agents or anything. These are just regular routine police doing their job. Right. We have a brief window now where we can go up and investigate the apartment if, we, if we're if we stealthy enough before the uh, detectives show up. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the more police that show up, the more likely it's going to be agents. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the way I kind of picture that you guys are, are set up is that you are in an alleyway. Uh, you're looking around the corner of a building, and you just see across the street, uh, a block away, the uh, the cop car, um, and uh, the uh, Alistair's apartment building is on the other side of the street. So you'd have to uh, cross the street uh, somehow with that. Like, but the cop can uh, can. There's a possibility that they may see you uh, if you try to just run across the street. Well, we can uh, we can always try climbing up the fire escape and doing one of the old them there building jumps. <laughs> you can do that totally, yeah. I mean, I can stealth. So, as do we want to split up? Do you guys want to climb? Try and I'll try to sneak my way through. Uh, yeah, we we can do that. Actually, yeah, why don't you you run ahead and check to like and and like keep a constant line open with us? Yeah, and then let us know what you see, and we'll climb up and do the old. The old build and jump. That's a great idea. Can I'd we? like to roll for that, please. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Okay. 
Do we have the ability to like? It would just be climbing, right? We don't have the old build and jump. <laughs> I think, I think literally, I think there's, literally there's, only one character was able to do yeah, that. I don't think we have that. There's, there's an ability on the sheets called old build and jump. The old build and jump. The old build and jump. Nobody ever makes the first old build and jump. No, because I mean, like by the end, Trinity, Trinity could do that. Mm. Like, Trinity would be able to do, like, a fast run and a long Oh, jump. she totally did, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At the very beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. of the movie, yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. it doesn't need to, not, not like, Neo-style flying, but just, like, a right. good good run and jump. Good run and most jump. Of, most of run Trinity's and jump, building man. jumps were just, like, falling with style. <laughs> A.K.A. literally falling. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see how this bird flies. <laughs> okay, not so well. do I roll for my stealth first? Yes. Yeah, I'm just uh, pulling up a... Uh... has got to fly. <laughs> I'm going to borrow another one of your dice. Oh, sure. Neo was actually Chief Wiggles. That's how it's got to fly. God damn. 22 on my stealth. 22 on your stealth? Okay. I'm probably not going to. Oh, fuck yeah. That's a massive fail. Yeah, they don't see, like the, the cop doesn't see you at all. <laughs> like it's it's as if it's like you, there's nothing there. There's nothing at all. <laughs> it's like as I passed by, I made a face at them and they didn't notice. You probably <laughs> like you probably could have yeah. You probably could have just walked across like in front of the car and just went yeah. And just, like the cop I just would imagine like so I just like I walk across and I'm just like my arms are just like flailing around. And I'm just like <laughs> I'm <laughs> stealthy. I'm stealthy. <laughs> Cobb like feels a breeze and he goes to look and his hat falls down and he goes to pick up his hat and his pants rip and he just like cries. It's like it's just been one of those days. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was my stealth. Yeah, so you uh sorry, did you you just walked across the street? Or did you just or do the climb up and then jump? Uh, I mean uh, I think Cassie s- 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 rogued her way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Rouge. as if it's, it's as if like it. it's as if you ghosted yourself with that good of a role, and then uh, and then you just like yeah, and you did like the whole flailing thing in front of the cop <laughs> car, and uh, and, then, and then you just kind of and then you so <laughs> graceful. I am and, ghost. <laughs> yeah, and then you just re like you rephase yourself into like in the alley, uh, like j- like uh, across the street where the building, uh, the apartment building is. So, so I'm Reaper from Overwatch. Basically. Yeah, you're pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you put Reaper in the Matrix, would anyone notice? <laughs> Probably not. No, the, think ultimate, about it. the ultimate stealth kill. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> That's why here's just a voice. Hey guys. Uh, all right. So think about it. He would fit in perfectly in the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. So I think. Um, you guys have running, uh, or no? I, yeah, um, you guys have running. So what do you? What do you, uh, uh, Julian Ori? What do you guys want to do? You kind of want to climb up the fire escape and try to jump I think across. So. I we, think. I think. I think at this point, you might as well take some risks. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time here. I was gonna say, are we just gonna like like Batman and Robin climb up the wall with ropes? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, it's actually just the floor. Oh, the fire escape. It's actually oh, just the yes. floor and yeah, like yeah. Just walking across the floor with the ropes. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, like a window opens up and you see Sammy Davis Jr. saying, yeah. "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> Godspeed, Cape Crusader. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll use the fire escape like normal people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They totally get that Can reference. Can we do it like Matrix people? 
Yes. Yes. I want to have fun. Okay. Yeah. Do you need me to to roll a there... perception to to like keep an eye with you for for you guys to see if there's anything? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Totally do that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Sure so yeah, we're just gonna climb up the fire escape and then literally yeah. try to jump across to the other building. Yeah. Okay. Using... Um. So do uh, a, a dexterity check just to see like for climbing. Yeah. Um. Until you get to the uh, do it twice because the building's uh, oh. the the climbing is pretty tall. Man, take a walk on the wild. Die. <laughs> <laughs> I should de- designate which one's my wild die. You really should. Uh, I'm gonna say. I got an 18 on perception. Anything in the way? Anything? Uh, no. But you hear way off in the distance some sirens. Like it's gonna take a, like a couple minutes for them to get to there, but you kind of hear it. Okay, well, I still relay that information to the team because it would be useful for them to know that. Cool. Sure. Yeah. I got a 12 and a 16 on my dex rolls for climbing. Okay. Um, so as you're climbing, you... Yeah, you said roll twice. Uh, oh. Yeah, roll twice, yeah. So uh, as you're climbing, um, you slip on uh, a stair, um, and the cop kind of, like, hears something, but, like, kind of quickly ignores it, um, but then you eventually make it up to the top of the building. Okay. I got and, 18 in total. Okay. Um, then, yeah, you're good. Uh, you were able to climb up, no problem. Um, so now you're on top of the roof of the building, um, and the Alistair's apartment building is like, like two or three floors um, on beneath you. Um, so you guys essentially it's a uh, a drop uh, of a jump. So it's not like a right. I don't um, kind of thing. All right, let's do this, <laughs> Leroy. Quick moment of uh, clarification. Mm-hmm. Um, are we? Siblings? Or? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah. hang on, bro. I don't know if I'm that's, ready. That's why you were added onto the crew, because like, you know. both were brothers. And You're like, great like the nasally dorky brother? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> glasses. You're the younger brother. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the way, swirly. Fucking you up there. All right. <laughs> Right. Okay. I need 22. Next, I need okay. Go for it. Can I borrow? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go for it. This Please one's see. my wild. Okay. Okay. Go. Do it. Oh! oh! I'm going to run real good. That's a damn good roll. <laughs> oh, shit. I damn, even... damn, damn good roll. Okay. So, right. 10, 16. This guy. So, you, that's a, so that's that 6 gets guy. added and then and re-roll, rolled yeah, again. Re-roll okay, so that's 22 already. Oh, you're going to beat my roll. You just tied it. Oh. 23. 23. 23 and 22. 23 and 22. Okay, you guys. Uh, disc- <laughs> you know what? I'll let you guys uh, describe it. Describe how, how you feel like you your characters would, would run and jump. Uh, you do like I, a Naruto run. Yeah, yeah. Your I, arms I, I, my arms backwards. And then, and then I, when we jump, I do like a, like a, a corkscrew maneuver. <laughs> I've got my guns out, but I'm not firing. I just have them out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm and I'm just like I like I'm just going like pee 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 pee, <laughs> and I, <laughs> like just in case. And then and then I like land like perfectly with my like arms out, and I'm like yeah. <laughs> I just jumped like a normal say- person. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you do the same thing, but just like lands less good. <laughs> yeah. like, it, it wasn't as it was cooler I, when I did it. <laughs> I, I I like the fact that it's like if you land, you actually will say yeah. 
all right. So yeah, you totally make it. Um, I'm just gonna do a, a just a perception to see if he if he even sees something. Oh shit. Why are we Seinfeld all of a sudden? What? Why did they take the blue? <laughs> no, he uh, he doesn't he doesn't see you guys at all. Uh, so that co- after all that, <laughs> that cop <he> doesn't see. <laughs> <laughs> that cop is dumb. He rolled like he rolled several ones uh, a few times, and he's only got like two dice, so it's very easy to be able to like. He's a cop that basically has had too many donuts. Yeah, that uh, cop is quite a dumb. He's quite a dumb. <laughs> he's, um, he's a massive dumb. Okay, so uh, because you guys separate, so you uh, guys will kind of uh, um, run to the door that's on the roof uh, to go down the uh, stairwell, um, and you, Cassie, you, you go into the building through the back uh, into the same uh, stairwell. Um, but, uh, all three of you roll a uh, perception check. Ooh. Can I have that one? Thank you. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, got that, that net, 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 net. Six. Net. I'm going to... Oh, that was a really bad roll. Come on. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Uh, I got a nine. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Um, you guys don't notice anything. Um, you don't hear anything. Um, so you... you uh, in the stairwell, so you guys can make your way to uh, Alistair's apartment. Um... Cassie, I want you to roll a stealth check to open the uh, door into the hallway. Basically, I just want to make sure that you don't, like, open the door and be like, ta-da, we're here. <laughs> Boom, bitches, what up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this is decent, actually. All right, hang on. No um, wonder you keep getting, like, excellent perception rolls. You have, like, a million dice for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is for stealth. She's sneaky, sneaky. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, damn, 23. Almost out. Wow, Wait, okay. No, no there's a plus two to that. Uh, so 25. So 25. <laughs> to wow, you, guys, you guys are beating all my DC. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so as you open the door uh, slowly uh, and you kind of peek through the crack of the, of the door, um, you hear like a uh, police chatter, um, like basically the, the walkie talkies, um, just down the hall, but around the corner. Um, and you see, uh, Alistair's apartment door, um, has essentially like a uh, police tape o- across it. Um, but you can, you, you know, that if you kind of, do, uh, you the three, you can stealth it across the hall. Um, you can go, you can get into the apartment without, uh, the other cops noticing, uh, from around the corner. Um, so all we have to do is not bungle <laughs> walking down a hallway. <laughs> so go for it. I can, I can, oh, oh <laughs> I'm just imagining, just like we're doing this straight and then just like, just fucking Skyper is just like fucking cronk. Yeah. Listen, when you get your stealth roll just right. What? What do we roll for that? Because we don't have stealth. Um, Visual memes don't really I do. Work. You would roll uh, just a basic uh, dexterity. Okay. Um, so I, so I got it. Did they get... Am I still rolling? Yeah. I'm rolling again? Yeah. Okay, I'll wait for you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Perception again. Ooh, six on the wild die. Cool. Nice, Sue. Six. six on the wild die. Hey! 
five. Ooh, so that's, damn. That would be so seventeen just on the wild die, and then twenty-two. Twenty-five. Holy that's like shit. a Cassie stealth roll. It is. Good shit. And then I slip on a banana. <laughs> um, that's ten. Yes. Yeah, ten. Okay. All right, and I need to go for it. Nope. Die, die, die. <laughs> It's like just putting one die down die. and one die, die. 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 Whoops. Fuck. God, shitballs are in here. We're all agents <laughs> now. That's a soundboard that clip I heard. God, shitballs. I, I have the most awkward cusses. <laughs> True facts. Ah, cheese and wieners. <laughs> you guys are watching a little bit too much Game Grumps. It's like a, it's like a combination of like completely benign and innocent and then like a real actual swear. Yeah. Do you yeah. think when, when Farah is like dressing a hot dog that she bought, does she go, mustard rains from above? <laughs> uh, 23 still. 23? Yeah, it okay. wasn't, wasn't a, all things really? considered, wasn't really a fantastic role, actually. It, yeah, honestly, it, w- it didn't, it wouldn't take you much to get past the, the cops. Um, so, <laughs> like, like Cassie, once again, can do just a whole flailing and just like no one, no, no one notices her at all. Like, like, you guys can barely see that what she's doing. You know, <laughs> like the, oh cop, the cop from outside is like radioing to them that he ripped his pants and then <laughs> before he can like respond, his radio falls out of his hand <laughs> up, and his pan rips. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know what? As oh, Cassie so can kind of see, uh, she can see around the corner, and uh, as you as you look, as you see the cop kind of bend down to pick up the uh, the walkie-talkie, you see uh, the rip in his pants, and you see his boxers, and they're all hearts. <laughs> we need pretzels. Like, like, that kind of works because, like, the only oh time God. you ever see like real cops in the Matrix, they are kind of just cartoon characters. Just kind of yeah, are. Like, like, Duh, and then meanwhile, the fucking meanwhile, I'm over this. If you guys ever seen that really really weird video on youtube uh like going to the store yes it's just like a th- just <laughs> i love that just look that up it's just like a like a cg like weird rubber mannequin man naked like w- like flailing down the street it's fantastic oh it's great <laughs> it's like if someone were to make like a live action quop movie yeah like, that's, that's what it would be that's what it would be yeah yeah look that's that awesome up. that's that's what's going that's my mental picture of what i'm able to do yes bumbling around yeah it's like that music. You, you have to entertain. You have to entertain yourself somehow when you're sneaking, because he's just yeah. like you know you're gonna do it. So it's just like yeah. Um, so yeah, I know you get to uh, Alistair's apartment, like into Alistair's apartment, no problem. Uh, Julian, you're able to sneak across. You're not doing any flailing thing, but you're able to sneak across. Uh, Ori, uh, as you are uh, closing, or you're you're gently closing the door um, into the stairwell behind you. Um, with my gun, uh, with, with your yeah, with, gun, with you you hit your hip against the uh, against the the door uh, a bit, and it's just like you, you kind of like um, you mumble uh, like uh, you mumble like shit, and the that's it. Like the, you hear like the cop kind of like stop shit, and then they just ignore. They go back to their business, and then you can just, you sneak across. First try. <laughs> Like staring daggers at you, just like shooting you this horrible glare. Like fucking what? Like. Okay, so so you guys are in. You're in Alistair's apartment, and it is completely trashed. 
Um, like there is holes in the walls. Um, the floorboards are all like uh, torn up. Um, and uh, it, like it's just it is uh, like it looks like a war zone uh, in his apartment. Uh, and I want you all to roll a perception check. Cool. It's just littered with DVDs of Punisher War Zone. <laughs> Probably. So definite signs of struggle is what you're saying. Yes. Just offhand. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Ooh. Okay. This, this one was the one I was considering wild. So. Well, so that doesn't get. Oh, oh yes, yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's yeah. Rolled, yeah. That's fine. Oh, okay. So it's two. So that's four. Three, nine. Ten. Because ten. you rolled white. Oh, right. Blinds. It's the previous one. Yeah, ten. Seventeen to perception for me. Seventeen? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Ori and Julian, you um, see there's nothing really of value left. Um, like, if there was anything that, uh, that Alistair kept, um, it's either broken or gone or missing. Uh, and torn apart. Um, you do see a trail of blood uh, leading to the door and out into the hall uh, towards the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look closely, you can actually see the blood stains on the carpet uh, as it leaning towards uh, the stairwell. Uh, Cassie, um, you see that basically, uh, you can tell that, uh, you can see the same thing as Ori and Julian, but uh, you can tell that um, whoever was here um, was looking for more than just uh, Alistair um, himself. I had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's like, you can't tell 100%, um, but, like, there's definitely something there. And then um, you uh, you also see on the bedside uh, table um, a, what looks like it hasn't been disturbed is sort of like a, uh, like a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, um, it, there's a bookmark. Uh, if you go to it, you, there's a, there's a bookmark uh, that's kind of, in a specific spot. Okay. I go and pick it up. Um, so you actually uh, see, um, like, it, 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 you actually kind of see the, something that you didn't think that uh, that Alistair would do. Uh, it's it's a, it's actually a dream journal. Um, you kind of, you read a few of the, a few of the entries because it, it's very weird for, like, an, uh, a, like a, an autonomous program to, like, literally dream. Like, it's, it's kind of like, Androids dream of sheep, like it's kind of like that. It's like, like it's kind of weird for you. But and he even notices like that. He started to kind of journal it because uh, it's more of like he doesn't know what's going on. Um, and he's he's dreaming about um, his life, uh, his uh, the stuff that he's done um, since he um, heard Neo's message um, and what he's done with you guys, and and just sort of like a bit of a jumbled uh, mess. But. Um, there's something that he keeps writing over and over again. It's a sequence of numbers uh, and the word Gabriel uh, above it. Hmm. What are the sequence of numbers? Um, it is... Let me write it down. Uh, <coughs> 10, mm-hmm. 15, 6, 8, 22, 32... 42. Cool. Um, now, if you guys remember correctly... Actually, you know what? Um, you, guys don't, you guys don't have history. But actually, you know what? I want you all to roll uh, a knowledge check for me. Oh, my God. You guys. What? If you had a zero onto the end of that, it says 420. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 10 for knowledge. 10? Okay. Um... One of the things I want to see if I can, like, attempt to quickly cobble together 
in here is a quick program to see if we can um, kind of like access the memory banks of the matrix in a way like like looking at what would be like security cam footage in a way like rewinding getting a mo snapshot of a moment in time to see if I could even get like a single image of the time when the break-in happened believe it or not there actually is a uh, matrix skill um, specifically for that reason um, let me just uh, look it up here real I quick I figured that would be the case yeah it's kind of like a uh, a Post-cognition, I think yeah. that's what they uh, call it. Um, let me just try to find it. I had to download the... Uh, it's funny, I had to download the... Um, um, the PDF because the actual website that we got the... Uh, the, the the PDF or the of the actual source book for this uh, is gone. It's down. Oh really? Yeah. So it does it does not exist anymore. Oh um, geez, that's sad. Yeah. We should like rehost it somewhere or something. Like find a way to keep it alive. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking I might I might just upload it uh, to our website terriblewars.com um, and we'll and um, at least a version of it. So um, I will I will look into that. Uh, okay. So I'm just looking up the code. Where is it? 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 Oh, post-cognition. Here we go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll add that as a matrix skill. I'll just kind of do it as, as a flash skill. You called up Aries. Like you've been in contact, constant contact with him, yeah. um, and uh, he was able to download a uh, post-cognition uh, skill. Um, so it lasts for, uh, uh, yeah, it lasts for a couple of times. So... Uh, essentially, um, they, the way they describe it is that everything in the matrix, um, everything that occurs in the matrix, is recorded, kept in the uh, Leviathan's memory. Leviathan is basically the source. Uh, with this ability, the hacker may attempt into that, uh, may attempt to. Wow, this is badly written. May attempt to hack into that memory and read the past uh, of a person, object, or place by touching it and concentrating. Um, the character will experience images in his his or her mind. The clarity of the experience decreases with greater success of attempt. Um, so, uh, why don't you roll? Uh, I'm guessing it's a technical skill, right? It is a technical skill, yes, for sure. Okay. Um, actually, no, I don't wonder if it's a. Yeah, it's a technical skill. Yeah, for sure. I was gonna say it might have been perception, but no, this is definitely a technical skill. Alrighty, so I'll just roll technical. Twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you uh, you kind of you, um, what do you want to like? What do you want to touch? So to I, I, I want to touch. I guess the 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 door itself, just to see what like, just to see who came into this place. Like I'm trying to trying to like find out the moment before Alistair died, who was here. Okay. Um, so you guys, uh, or sorry, you uh, the kind of the code of the matrix, kind of. Um, you start to see a little bit into it, and you kind of see the room sort of um, rephase around you. You can still see um, Sparrow and uh, Skyper around you, kind of looking around. But you it over overlaid on top of that is sort of like a, the Matrix code of like kind of like a framework. Mm -hmm. um, and you see uh, the door burst open uh, as if someone was kicking it down, and you kind of see the uh, what looks like I guess like a exile uh, exile programs. They're definitely not agents. Um, they burst into the room. Alistair was in there. He had, um, uh, you couldn't really tell what he, exactly he was doing, but they 
they fought, they struggled, um, and they kind of tore apart this whole apartment. And then they eventually, like, they just beat on him so badly um, that, like, ba- like he's like he's out. Uh, like, you can't tell 100% whether he was dead when they dragged him out, but there was a lot of blood. Mm. Um, and it just, like, and then the other, uh, there was, like, another ex- exile that was there that basically started tearing everything apart uh, looking for something. Are any of these exile programs recognizable? Um, no, other than just that they are that they are exiles. Um, they might work for the mayor of Indian. Um, I mean, that's kind of the the theory that you would go with. You would just yeah. automatically assume, um, but you're not a hundred percent sure. All right, I'm gonna relay that to the team. Just tell everyone what. Okay. What um. So no, sorry. What did you everyone get as far as the perception check from before? 11. Or sorry, a knowledge check from before. <coughs> uh, mine was nine, and I had ten. Yeah, 11 for mine. Okay, so you know that from going back to the journal, um, the word Gabriel, um, that used to be, like, that was the name of uh, the gun, the white kind of pale gun that he ha- that Alistair had, uh, the submission gun from the very first one um, when you guys were um, uh, sneaking into Metacortex. Um, but when you, re- like, when you relay, uh, like, when, when you read it out loud um, to everybody, Including the sequence of numbers, Ares kind of pipes in and he goes, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Read, 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 read back those numbers again." And so, as you do, it's like, "Hold on a sec. And you hear, and you hear kind of like him tapping like furiously on the keyboard, as well as like the alarms kind of from behind him because because uh, the the Sentinels are still on their way. Um, and you hear like silence, and then he says, "That that can't be right." And he, and he kind of. Hold on, hold on a second. He opens up a few more programs, and uh, he says, "That's actually that. That's a hover strip tracking code. That's a, that's a that's a tracking ID. Uh, what what was the name again? Gabriel. Holy shit! Hold on. So he like he like he does a, a few more typing. He goes, "Okay, all right. It's it's searching. Um." Um, why don't you guys uh, like? Why don't you guys get back here real quick? Um, we, we, yeah, we, I, uh, yeah. Let's. Get, I think there, there's uh, unless you guys want to take a look more around, but there's not much. Uh, like we, we need to get you out of here, uh, jacked out as quickly as possible. Can Alrighty. I take the? Uh, is there any point? Am I able to take the uh, journal with me? Um. Technically, no. Yeah. Mm, well, if it's a physical object that exists within the matrix. I don't, I don't know if you can like make it a can part you, of your avatar can image, you right? Replicate that sort of deal. Um, you can put it in your um in your jacket pocket. Yeah. Um, and that any t- like because that's part of your residual uh, image. Um, you will always you will always have it when you're in the matrix, but when you're in the real world, you can't take the, that physically. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I may as well just hang on to it. Um. Anyway. Okay. Uh, is there a, a landline in uh, Alistair's? Uh, no, not in the apartment. It's uh, down the street. It's the same. It's a landline that you guys have been to before, so it's not like you need to search for it. Um, um, but I will need you guys to roll uh, a dexterity check to sneak out of uh, the hallway, or at least out of, out of the building. I'm not. I won't have I you go through the whole sequence right? again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Let's see. That's nine. Nine? Yeah. Can I borrow? Yeah, go for it. 
500 dice. Um, so as you guys are sneaking out, uh, Ares kind of uh, pipes in, um, and he says, um, "You could like this. The code that you gave him is is definitely a tracking ID." Um, and he pulls up um, some uh, some schematics in the kind of the Zion. He taps into the Zion database, and uh, he finds uh, that uh, a entry for the hovership uh, Gabriel. And this is, it's an old ship with thought long lost. Like this is um, as old as when the first humans uh, kind of re- resuscitated humans uh, established Zion. Like this is like it, like an old, very old ship. Um, and no, like you know the legend of it, um, but you don't know, like you, you you don't know what else would happen to it. You just know that the, uh, the ship, um, they, uh, sacrificed them, uh, the, uh, themselves to save Zion, and um, it's been long. It's been long missing, um, and uh, that's that's about it. As he's still trying to search uh, through uh, for more info. Crazy. Twenty seven to stealth. Twenty seven to stealth. Okay, yeah, you guys make it out of uh, out of the building. <laughs> um, just as you guys um, kind of uh, run across uh, the street, you finally hear uh, more sirens and uh, cops. Um, basically, like the more cop cars pull up. Uh, to the apartment, um, and they are none the wiser that uh, that you were there. Um, so you guys make it to the hard line. Um, you ja- you jack out, and um, once you jack out, Io uh, says over the intercom, uh, "Sentinel's two minutes away. Uh, Ares powers down the the system uh, and responds uh, power offline. Uh, EMP armed and ready. Uh, it's so quiet you can actually, uh, as you guys are kind of like just sort of sitting in the chairs, you're not moving." Um, you kind of hear you hear above you um, the sentinels um, like just kind of like hovering overhead uh, and they're just like kind of you hear like their communications sort of and their tentacles kind of like flailing around uh, and you you hear them a little bit and then they just kind of they pass uh, pass by and um, after about a few minutes um, Ares boots back up the uh, the system uh, and continues um, uh Continues to search. Um, uh, they he still looks up the uh, the Gabriel. Um, basically, so he's able to find more info. It was crewed uh, by Captain Hawa uh, with uh, first mate uh, Adam. Uh, they were one of the very first crews, like I said, to be awakened. The machines attacked uh, several hover ships when they realized uh, they were jacking humans out of the matrix uh, into the real world. Uh, a few were destroyed, but a few got away. Uh, the legend of Gabriel was known uh, by many of the, uh, the first awoken. Uh, the high priest of Zion uh, would speak of their sacrifices. They fought the machines dead on in order to give uh, as much time as the other ships needed to run to safety. It was known um, as uh, Operation Power Down, um, and that's all you knew about it. It's kind of a, a lot of stuff is classified. Uh, Noah's heard from the Gabriel uh, ever since. Uh, the passcode that Alistair um, somehow found uh, was the tracking ID uh, only used when a ship's distress call uh, was activated. Uh, so Ares pulls up uh, his tracker por- uh, program and punches in the tracking code. Uh, the screen spells out searching as the cur- uh, cursor blinks. Uh, and then after a few minutes, um, it, the screen reads, uh, ship found ID Zion Hovership Gabriel transmitting coordinates. And then that's how we're going to end this episode. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. So I'm Steve Saylor, uh, your GM for today. Uh, and I want to thank my uh, players uh, starting with. That, that's, that's 
I'm pointing to you. Oh, yes. I thought we were going reverse. Yeah, Julian right. Spillane. Or Wagner. Cassie Chew. Cool. And we'll see you guys uh, next time. Uh, and we'll see. What is this, Gabriel? Where is it? Why can't. Where's Alistair? What does it all mean? What does it all mean? And why is it not 420? How anyway. does it relate to my, my pretentious idea of philosophy? <laughs> All right, so that's it. We'll uh, see you all next time. As always, we remain obediently yours. Bye. Bye. Jacking out. <laughs> the Terrible Warriors is produced under a Creative Commons share alike attribute license, which means you can take this and our games that we make, you can do your own. By all means, play our games. Let us know how you would tell our stories better. The Matrix will return in two weeks' time. Because next Monday, we return to the Ghostbusters Now Hiring campaign that we teased just before our vacation. And on Thursday, the Edmonton crew is back from hiatus. Oh, it's so good to be back. As Derek the Bard brings Shane, Cameron, Wes, and Jesse into Mutant City Blues. Think Law & Order meets the X-Men meets Lethal Weapon? Yeah, it's going to be that good. And Matrix Extraction will be back in two weeks' time. And for all of our updates, follow us on Twitter at DiceWarriors, TerribleWarriors.com for our schedules, Patreon.com slash TerribleWarriors to support us and to see some more behind-the-scenes footage, including a certain reaction shot at the very end of this campaign. I know it's a little clickbaity, but it was that good. We had to share it to you now. Campaign music by Kevin McLeod. Campaign artwork by Steve Saylor. Audio production by Justin Eacock. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors.